Let's get a look at what's happened with the caucuses and more. Nathan Cones has our first news update of the morning. Thank you very much, John, and good morning, everyone. Former President Donald Trump was the clear favorite for Carroll County Republicans in Monday's caucuses, with 53.3% of participants backing him as the GOP nominee for the 2024 presidential race. According to the Republican Party of Iowa, 666 people joined in the process at sites in Carroll, Glidden, and Manning. Trump tallied 355 votes across the three sites. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis landed in second place with 136 votes, or 20.4%. Former South Carolina Governor and U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley followed close behind in third with 129 votes, or about 19.4%. Ohio businessman Vivek Ramaswamy was the only other candidate to break double digits, coming in fourth with 37 votes, or 5.6% in Carroll County. The remaining handful of votes went to Texas businessman and pastor Ryan Binkley with five votes, three for Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson, and one ballot cast for other. Carroll County's results mirrored the statewide figures. With all county tallies now in, results showed Trump collecting 51%, DeSantis at 21.2%, Haley at 19.1%, and Ramaswamy at 7.7%. Trump claimed 98 out of 99 counties. Haley claimed her only win in Johnson County by just a single vote. Focus, of course, now shifts to New Hampshire and its next-in-line primaries on Tuesday, January 23rd. Shifting gears, Carroll County's four public libraries are seeking a 5% increase in funding from the Board of Supervisors for fiscal year 2025. The Carroll County Library Association, which represents the Carroll, Coon Rapids, Glidden, and Manning public libraries, presented their ask during the board's meeting on Monday. Carroll Library Director Wendy Johnson says the association has not asked for an increase in funding since FY20, and the cost of materials and services has increased significantly from five years ago. Our current funding level has been the same since fiscal year 2020, and there have been substantial prices increases in every aspect of our budget since that time. With the increased costs for all the programming and general supplies, it is becoming harder to offer the same level of staffing, services, and resources to our communities. Library attendance in FY23 was up 14% from FY22 to 72,576 people countywide, while circulation was down 3% to 148,897 for the same time frame. Johnson says that the drop in circulation does not adequately reflect the impact each library has on its community. Libraries are about so much more than how many books are checked out and how many people walk through the door. Those statistics are very easy to compile and compare from year to year, which is why we present them. But they do not show the whole picture of what libraries are or what libraries do. For that, you would need to visit the library, participate in a story time with some new parents learning how to read to their kiddos, put a few pieces in the puzzle with our regular patrons, use a public computer to print off a return slip for Amazon, book a study room for a college class or a business meeting, take an ISU extension class, drop in for a no-school day activity, join one of the many groups that choose to make the library their safe space, and the list could go on and on. Johnson explains some of the other additional services they offer at Carroll's Library beyond loaning out just books. We do offer services like we have one for the state called Brain Views or Help Now Vet Now that has help with applying for veteran services, help for applying for jobs, for the FAFSA, for all sorts of things like that. The 5% increase equals an additional $4,414, bringing the library's total FY25 ask to just under $88,300. 
The supervisors did not take formal action on the request during Monday's meeting and will decide how much to direct to the libraries as they make their way through the budgeting process. And a Sac City family home was deemed a total loss following an electrical fire on a Friday afternoon of last week. Fire Chief Dale Duncan says the Sac City Fire Department was dispatched at approximately 3.40 p.m. to 205 South 12th Street, uh, that property owned by Jeffrey St. Clair, for a fire in the attic due to an electrical overload. While unable to confirm they were all running, Duncan observed multiple heaters throughout the residence. The Lakeview and Lytton Fire Department, the Sac City Police Department, and the Sac County Emergency Medical Services battled the freezing weather for around two and a half hours, extinguishing the blaze, checking the structure for hot spots, and assisting the residents of the home. Two of the occupants were transported to Loring Hospital in Sac City for minor injuries. The The rest of the occupants were unharmed. The house and all personal property inside were destroyed due to that fire, smoke, and water damage. Duncan wants to remind residents to be careful uh, while they're trying to stay warm uh, when using uh, space heaters. The Sac City, Iowa Hometown Pride Committee has set up donations for clothing and personal care items for the family while they're getting back on their feet. For questions or if you're interested in helping out, you can contact Kim Peterson at 712-660-0270. A full list of the items currently being requested can be found included with this story on our website at 1380kcim.com. That is going to be wrapping up your look at the 6 o'clock news here on KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. All right, now take a nap. (laughs) <laughs> I'll live. Take, I'll take, a, right. take about a month-long nap and never think about politics for a little bit. I uh, no, see it keeps going because the legislative session is getting is underway. In fact, and we've got not this weekend, but next, I believe, is the first legislative forum of the year. So those will be. I'm looking forward to those. Uh, I find local politics far far more interesting than I do national politics. They do yeah. have the kind of the glitz and glamour of the national politics that kind of draws the eye uh, in terms of what affects you on a day-to-day basis, your city, your county, and your state legislature are far more important. Yeah, you deal opinion. you deal with issues locally. You deal with uh, vendettas and grudges and egos and and all of that. One person knocking down the other person in nat- in national politics. So it's yeah, it's 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 nice to get down to the actual work. Of, of passing legislation and things like that. So yeah. I feel there, it's more targeted, I think, is really the biggest difference. Uh, th- I mean, just think of the scale of the United States and asking uh, a single location to, to really govern the entire country. Uh, frankly, to me, it's kind of ridiculous. But when you look at if there's a problem in Crawford County, who's going to care the most? Crawford County people, right? Yeah. And their representatives. So All that's right. my thoughts on that. There you go. The world according to Nathan, right there. Right? Ah, I, no books incoming, <laughs> I'll tell you that. Let's get a look at our weather forecast. We're going to do that coming up in moments. Hang on.